Hey folks, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack. Uh, what are we? We're a podcast. Well, on the Culture Jack podcast, I'm your host, Dustin. And today on the show, we are going, well, we're going to just sit down. Uh, we're all going to grab a beverage of our choice. And we're just going to have a little bit of a jam session. I have not prepared a topic for today. And so... I figured, well, Dustin, you have been a, you've been a speaker for a good deal of your life, whether that's just in your small social circles with your friends or whether that is in front of a group, whether that is for work, you have been required to speak extemporaneously on many an occasion. And so I just thought that I would I'd fall into it. I'd trust the process, trust that maybe if I didn't have at least something interesting to say, I'd at least have an interesting way to say it. So we're going to see how this goes. Um, But before I get into it, before I start talking about these things that have just kind of been nagging at the back of my mind, um, this is the Culture Jack podcast, and we have five regular shows that we, we deliver every week, rain or shine. Most of the time, <laughs> of course, we've got uh, today, the Friday show, and then tomorrow there is on today's episode, and that that's a great show that we put together, and that's a, a fairly new show on the podcast, and we will talk a little bit about the podcast today, um, where we dive into different episodes and... Uh, movies that we've seen, take a little bit of a deep dive into what the subject material was, and then talk about maybe some theories or some main plot points or character points or character developments that stood out to us uh, during the watch through. Uh, And then after that, on Sunday, we have a show like we had yesterday with Archimedes, a news show. We've got the Weekend Wire with Anthony. And so Anthony, he oftentimes will catch news that Archimedes let's slip through his fingertips or vice versa. Archimedes will get that news that Anthony has missed. But anyway, there's, there's more news on Sunday Then on Monday. There's Monday madness uh, again with Anthony. And he's, he delivers you a kind of a intimate look at the inner workings of his brain. He, he gives you something that no man, woman or child should ever be exposed to. And that is, uh, the thought processes, I guess, behind Anthony, inside of Anthony, that then become outside, <laughs> outside of him. And then, of course, like I said, we've got the news desk on Thursday. And so I know I ask for it every show. I, I practically beg for it. But man, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, follow the show. We do work really hard. And maybe that's where I'll start, start the show. Kind of like what goes into a podcast, why I trust the the process so much. And so Anthony, and I started this thing back in 2018. I believe it was the tail end of 2018. It's been a few years now. And we started doing the podcast together. We had no idea what we were doing. I mean, I guess you could, you could make an argument that we still really have no idea what we're doing. 
Uh, but we would talk over each other. We had no cadence. This was back when we did the podcast. We did it in uh, his office after work. We would sit down and we would record uh, an episode, or in in some cases, an episode two or two or um, two or three episodes, as well. Um, but we would we would do this thing, and we weren't really sure. We in fact, and we've said it on the podcast before, but we had to we had to throw away our first six episodes because they were just such hot garbage. Um, and I'm not here to reminisce about that. We've we've talked about all that on the podcast before. But if you if you think, and this may be a little too inside baseball for you, uh, for you listening to the podcast, you're like, I don't want to hear. I just want to hear about unique topics and news stories and your opinions on things that are going on within the movie industry and within the video game industry. And you get those. You get those all the time. Um, but because I am impromptu, Dustin, tonight, because I am trust the process, Dustin, tonight, because I am stream of consciousness, Dustin, tonight, you're getting this, you're getting what comes to my brain first. And if there are any thoughts that I can expand on, I will. And then hopefully I don't leave you with too many agonizing moments of awkward silence. And if I do, I'll edit them out. So we've talked about where we came from on the podcast before, but we haven't really talked about building an episode or building a show around the podcast. And we have, we have grown. We're doing five shows a week and that's a lot. That's a lot of work. My wife tells me, Anthony tells me, my brother tells me that we are doing a lot uh, to get this podcast to you every shoot every week, five times a week. Uh, so, so basically my, my process, my normal process, not this, not whatever this mess is, but my normal process when I build out an episode is usually it's either an idea that I've had before I've jotted down and I, I want to flesh out and find examples for on the internet. And I sit down and I will take some time to script the podcast. I mean, many of the episodes that you've already heard are episodes that I, I had prepared in advance. And this is not to say that I am developing, you know, super complex thoughts, not to say that I am really, uh, over analyzing and being super hypercritical of every single word and, and phrase choice that I use in my script, but I am doing what I'm doing now. Just I'm doing it well, I type the thing out. So if something doesn't sound right to me, I can, I can nix it. I can get, get rid of it. I mean, here I could do that too in editing. Uh, but this is just, this is just raw format here. Um, so usually I'll script out an episode. And if I don't full on script the episode, I will at the very least mark, uh, you know, bullet points that I, that I want to talk to, that I want to get back to. And then I'll, I'll get back to them. Uh, but once I have it scripted out and if it's like a full on script where I, I really want to make sure that my thought is conveyed in a way that is concise and clear to you, uh, that can take shoot usually between an hour or two hours to script the thing. Then when I go to go to record it, you're not getting uh, much less than what I started recording with. Of course, you know, if I'm very gassy and I've got, you know, I'm burping and farting and coughing and uh, hacking up a lung or doing any of those things, hopefully 
uh, I remembered where they were in the audio and I've cut all that out. So you don't get, you get as clean an audio as I can make. Uh, so that usually will take me anywhere between 30 and 30 minutes and an hour, depending on the length of the podcast. Um, uh, I was gonna, gonna tell you how long it took me yesterday to do uh, that podcast, but that wasn't me. I really have to stick with this character definition. If I want this drama that is unfolding here at culture Jack to go anywhere, there's big plans for, um, Archimedes Abigail. So, but usually, you know, 30 to 30 minutes to 60 minutes to write out, not write out, record a podcast. And so now we're two hours to write it, 60 minutes to record it, and then to edit it shouldn't take too long. Now, if I trust what I've said throughout and I know that I haven't made too many audible pauses or I haven't, I guess, made too many unintentional uh, body noises that I need to edit out, I can spend a, a very quick time amount of editing, put some audio in the beginning, some audio in the end, um, adjust the levels a little bit to make sure that you can hear me clearly. Um, and then I, I, I export the thing. So we'll say 10 minutes on that. And then, uh, once I do that, then I upload it to the internet and that takes however long it, it takes depending on where I am. Uh, sometimes if I am in a place with internet that is very poor, my uh, potato internet at home is a good example of that. That can take anywhere from, shoot, 10 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. Um, I don't really count that because I'm not like actively working or doing anything. I've just said, hey, machine, do this thing for me and, and lift this into um, lift this into the virtual cloud, please. And so it does that. Then I have to, um, you know, uh, punch in all of the information, whether it be the tags associated with the video, the description for the video, make sure it's titled appropriately, make sure that I am not stepping on Anthony's toes or Archimedes toes and jumping the gun on the number, make sure it is aesthetically pleasing. And so once I have that, I can schedule that for the next day or two. Typically these are done like a day in advance. So I don't have a lot of lead time though. I hope to change that sometime in the future. One thing, one of the big reasons that we wanted to split up our news show from our regular show, the Friday show and Monday madness respectively is because we thought, well, you know, if we're doing the, the news show, which needs to be a, a current, yes, I'm here. I was just here this week. I just have this fresh news for you. Uh, a news show kind of has to be that, but a, a subject uh, piece kind of show like the Friday show and Monday madness. Well, they don't really need to be like that. Uh, on, on today's episode needs to be like that. If we are doing a, a current running series, like if we're doing week to week alongside the episodes, like we did for WandaVision and like we did for Falcon and the winter soldier. Well, then it, that kind of needs to be a current episode as well, but we can, or we have the ability. Well, we've got the option basically to record those other special shows in advanced. All right. So, um, I've got it edited. I've got it uploaded. I've got all the information filled out now. Uh, sometimes I will record myself with my, with my phone as I'm doing the podcast. And then I can take some of those recordings out and use them in promotional material. And I can make short clips of information in the podcast or, or just, you know, like some of the, what I think is good commentary 
from the podcast or maybe where I think I'm being particularly charming or where I think that I've made an especially good point. I can take that out and I can put it onto uh, a social media like a Facebook or a TikTok or a Twitter or something. And that kinds of kind of thing will, will hopefully encourage more engagement with this podcast. Uh, so if I do that, oh, shoot, I don't want to assign, I guess, a real time to that, but probably between that and then punching up a announcement for the episode on uh, a Facebook, probably all that would take me maybe another hour or so. So I think by the time it's all said and done for one well-written uh, podcast with a, a I, I won't say excessive, but decent amount of advertising around it, um, probably five, five or six hours. And that's for, in my case this week, three shows, uh, when Anthony was doing the Falcon and the winter soldiers, three shows for him. Uh, but the other guy who's not doing OTE at the moment is doing two shows. Um, so at the very minimum, the guy who's doing two shows, it's like 10 hours. It's like 10 extra hours a week. And I know it, I know it doesn't seem like much. I know that you're like, okay, this, this fellow is just getting on here and he's talking. And like I said, maybe none of this is interesting to you. Uh, but like I said, I didn't have a topic prepared or written out. So this one's going to take me <laughs> a lot less time. So probably an hour or two between the recording, the editing and the, and the posting of it. Yeah. So that's, that's where the podcast comes from. Um, Archimedes had brought up a news story on his show yesterday where he was talking about Netflix uh, being able to showcase uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead in 600 theaters, I think it was, around the country, which is amazing to me. Um, just like Archimedes was very shocked because, you know, Netflix has historically had a hard time getting their movies into theaters. And so they're going to release Army of the Dead with a week lead time in the theaters, and then they'll release it onto Netflix. So with that, it uh, it boggles my mind because one, now Netflix is, you know, they've got kind of a foot in the door to do this again later. But AMC, was it AMC? AMC and Warner Media, I think it was that we, we reported on before, uh, they talked about having a... 45 day window where it had to stream the stream where it had to, to run exclusively in theaters beforehand. Now with Netflix taking it directly to the theater and then airing it on their streaming platform a week later, does that mean that Netflix is now setting a precedent that its movies don't have to abide by that 45 day window or is this kind of a precursor to perhaps a, uh, a Netflix having to extend out that, that window a little bit? Maybe they're, they're doing it for a week now, but as more and more people want Netflix movies in their theater, and of course Netflix wants them there as well, so they can make money off of the movies because all they're getting with them on Netflix is the subscription service. But if they can make money on top of the subscription service by airing them, uh, two weeks early, a month early, or a month and a half along with the rest of the, the schlock out there that uh, has to wait that 45 days in theaters. 
uh, I guess there was an amendment to that though. And it was unless they did not make so much money in their first two weekends and then they could, um, go direct, direct to streaming. So, uh, I just, I'm, I'm excited for that potential. I, 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 it'll be interesting to see which way it goes. Will it go the way where Netflix is just putting out, uh, movies and then streaming them very quickly? Or what I think will most likely happen is, uh, the second, the second option where they also abide to a similar window that, you know, these other large, uh, studios have to abide by. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot wait to go back to the movie theaters. I miss them, man. I miss them a lot. Like that, that is one of my favorite things to do. And it's super expensive and it is, um, it's a, it's a luxury that not a lot of people have. Uh, I just, I, there's something about the ambiance about going to a theater and my cousin Jesse, and I, I, I know I talk about my cousin Jesse too much. He's a great guy, though. He's super, super funny. You'd love him if you met him. Um, he doesn't go to theaters at all. Like, even when they were open, he just cannot stand his movie being interrupted by some loudmouth who doesn't know how to keep keep themselves quiet, silence their phone, wrangle their kids, whatever it is. And besides, he's a big anime fan, and so he he doesn't really like a lot of live action shows, or at least that's been my experience with him. Jesse, if you're listening and I'm incorrect, please correct, send in a correction, and we'll get. You. We I, I actually I need to get this man on the on the podcast, and he has told me that he wants to be on the podcast before. Sometimes, uh, he, you can have a conversation with him that is so just bizarre off the wall, but he, he swims in these same circles that we do. He, he likes, uh, you know, the superhero. Well, I guess he doesn't like the superhero. He thinks Iron Man is selfish because he could cure cancer in a moment. And Superman could stop every, every crime on earth if he wanted to, but they're all ego maniacal lunatics who, who choose to not to use their power for the good of the earth, but moreover for more, uh, personal and selfish interests. But he's got all kinds of theories on stuff like that. Uh, he, <laughs> I, I guess I, I shouldn't say because he might come on the show at some point and it would spoil it, but he has a wonderful theory about Goku from Dragon Ball Z, uh, and what his character is representative of. Now this may not be an original theory by him, but he does a bang up job explaining it. And I would love nothing more than if I could, I could take some of the euphoria that I felt from him when he explained it to me and then deliver it uh, to you. So you guys can all experience the same joy and laughter that I did when I first uh, came across. And of course that was an impromptu um, off the cuff conversation that, that we had. And it wasn't something that he had planned or written out. It wasn't a, a grand thesis that he expanded uh, on. It was just, we were hanging out having some beers and he, he told me about Goku's legacy and it was absolutely awesome. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, a lot of thinking lately, you know, a lot of soul searching, I guess you could say. And this is not the, really the podcast for talking about soul searching. It's not, uh, I guess. Okay. I, I, I want to say uh trigger warning. Is that something that I know people do that. They do the trigger warning all the time so they don't trigger people. But do they have to put a specific reason 
behind the trigger warning. Because like I said, this isn't written out. I don't I don't know what's going to come next out of my mouth. Uh, so trigger warning. And I guess if I had to put a tag on it, maybe existential crisis. It, existential crises are, are funny to me now. Because a few years ago, I mean, as, as brief as probably three to five years ago, I, I would still on occasion suffer an existential crisis, a, a crisis of personality and not know what or why or, or, or how come, um, or what even is, or, or just any of those, any of those things. Um, so I guess I'm going to get a little, a little existential, but it kind of in a, in a tech light, I read this great article and I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before because I just, I adored it. It's from waitbutwhy.com, and it has to do with artificial intelligence. Now I have just been obsessed with this idea of artificial intelligence. Well, I guess not obsessed. Obsessed is the wrong word. I think people are, are too, uh, I guess they're, <laughs> They're not careful enough in their language. And I, I, I include myself in that as well, because if I were obsessed with artificial intelligence, if I was a, a man driven by just a, a pure fanatical obsession to a thing, I would probably dedicate more of my time researching the thing, studying the thing, building the thing, participating in the thing, going and finding experiments that I could be a part of uh, for the thing. And in this case, artificial intelligence, but I guess I'm not really obsessed. I guess I'm maybe uh, infatuated. Maybe I have a uh, passing curiosity for artificial intelligence. But in this article, it talked about, you know, like what artificial intelligence is. And we use artificial intelligence every day. I mean, the calculator on your phone is an artificial intelligence, albeit it's a very simple one. It is one that it does a thing that a human can do, but it does it much more efficiently and it does it faster and it does it uh, probably more accurately as well. I mean, of course, there's still opportunity for human error with a calculator as well. When you're punching in the keystrokes, you could miss key a thing. Um, so it still has some room for error there, but that is a very general uh, function of artificial intelligence. Now the guy in this article, and it's been a long while since I've read this article. He, he posited that, uh, artificial intelligence exists today. Like I just described, and it's, it would be what's called artificial, uh, simple intelligence or, or simple artificial intelligence where the intelligence is for a very narrow function. It's for one thing, like I said, a calculator, um, a camera, a search bar, a browser, those sort of things. Um, a, a microwave, a, a Cuisinart, they're, they're all for very one thing. Now, eventually humankind will get to a point where the artificial intelligence becomes so good and so combined and that calculator will be able to make phone calls, I guess it already does, we'll be able to quiz and art, we'll be able to cook, we'll be able to uh, drive your drive your vehicle, um, prepare your house for you when you get home, and it will become such a, uh, a powerful machine that it can, it can even replicate 
a general human intelligence. So at that point, it will have achieved a artificial general intelligence or general artificial intelligence. I can't remember which way he prescribed it. Um, so not long after that, when artificial intelligence can do everything that a human can do and is without, you know, some other type of marking or exterior um, uh, personalization, unrecognizable from that of a human. I mean, the very, very similar beings. Not long after that point, um, it will achieve an artificial super intelligence. And we're just hoping and, and the way the article out, outlines is the people that are studying this field are just hoping that by that time they will have uh, instituted enough fail safes to make this being this godlike artificial super intelligent being benevolent enough to cater to the whims and wishes of humanity. And it will not uh, automatically see humanity as <laughs> something that's in the way, as something that needs to be erased in order for it to thrive uh, in, its, in its new personal playground. And he also said that the things that artificial superintelligence will be able to do, humans will look at it like magic. And he gave a great analogy. The analogy was something along the lines of, you know, an, an ape will be able to look at a city. If you bring an ape to a city, he will be able to look at the tall skyscrapers and the buildings and he will be able to recognize those and go, okay, those are buildings. I understand there's people going in and out of those buildings, but there is no way that he would be able to conceptualize the idea that humans built those buildings, that that was the, the, the endeavoring spirit of humankind that made these massive structures. And so too, when artificial intelligence, artificial super intelligence does the things that it does, there will be no, like we will be able to see them create food out of nothing, but we will not be able to understand how they did it. And so it, artificial intelligence makes me think it makes me very excited about the future. It makes me think and uh, and think when I can about the everlasting legacy of humanity in you know millions of years when our species is eaten up by a a ice age or a uh we're consumed completely by the sun with a heat death or an asteroid strikes us and we are done. The prospect of a artificial super intelligence that is able to solve the problems that we today cannot solve and achieve a, maybe a space exploration or some other kind of proliferation of our, of our lasting memory. I think it's just a really cool thought. It's just a really cool thought to know that when we are broken, broken back up into our seven octillion atoms, that there is something that is made of us that can represent us for potentially forever. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And I'm, I'm sorry. That's again, not really the, um, 
topic of culture jacked. Like I know we talk about technology stuff sometimes and, and maybe we'll get into uh, some more of the artificial intelligence stuff. Like if you like that stuff, if you thought that was uh, pretty neat or interesting or made you want to read or think or do some some more uh, information gathering on the thing. Now, I brought up <laughs> I brought up my um, my Google website searcher which is also known as a browser to those people who know how to speak correctly, not myself, obviously, because I was going to go, okay, well, you know, let's, let's surf the internet and, um, and, and look at some things to talk about since I'm not prepared at all. Uh, but I think that's, that's good for it. What did we talk about? We talked about, uh, the trials and tribulations of podcasting and maybe I got a little too deep on that for you. Um, we do really work hard, on these episodes though. And so every time that you uh, like one of our videos or share one of our announcement posts or, or listen to one of the things or leave us a review on anything, we really do appreciate it. I, I know Anthony does, and I know Archimedes does as well from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. That's, that's wonderful, but I didn't need to use the Google machine. I didn't need to use the browser because we talked about uh, the trials and tribulations of podcasting. We talked about the um, movie theaters picking up Netflix and what that could mean. Like, imagine the amount of movies. Now, if you opened up um, movie theaters to streaming platforms for their original content, the HBOs, the Amazons, the Hulus, the Netflixes of the world, and you said, okay, you guys... You can come play your movie, you play it for a week, then you can play it on your streaming service. If you increased the amount of produced features from all of those streamers, and then on top of it, all of the studios that otherwise just produce content for movie theaters that will eventually be uh, on digital and physical media later, we, I don't think theaters could afford to have a 45 day window. There is so much content coming out that they would have to only keep the movie in the theater for a week or two, unless it was performing exceptionally well, which would give us maybe not as many chances to go watch the movie, but it would give us such a variety when we go to the theaters, such an opportunity because there are some, there are some movies and there are some shows that I have watched on the couch that I thought, wow, this could be a wonderful theater experience. So maybe it'll lead to that. I don't know. I don't know. I I, uh, I guess I'm just uh, trying to end the episode. But because I haven't written anything out, I don't know where I'm going. I'm like a lost little lamb. Uh, little Bo Peep, uh, where, where are you at here? Uh, that's, that's it for the show. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, make sure you stay tuned for our other shows. We got uh, OTE. We got the Weekend Wire, we got Monday Madness, and we got the News Desk. Leave us a review like I asked, uh, or leave us a review like I didn't ask. Like, if that if that works for you better, like, if you're one that is more easily swayed by some reverse psychology, don't leave us a review in that case. Yeah, I don't even want you to. I'd be really mad if you did, in fact. You can get a, <laughs> you can get a hold of us uh, at Culture Jacked on Facebook and Twitter. You can also email us at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. But other than that, that is the Friday show. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good weekend. 
Cheers.